you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Let's go shopping. Maybe then we'll go to a cafe. Let's go on the subway. Take me to your hood. <laughs> oh, I know it, but I can't think of it. Say the first two lines again. Oh, no, I'll just keep continuing. I've never been to Brooklyn, and I'd like to see what's good. Dressed in all your fancy clothes. Sneakers looking fresh to death. American boy? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, by Estelle. Uh, Estelle, yeah. What's a, what, what, is that a song or a movie? American boy. Oh. It's a, a song a featuring uh, featuring Ye, Kanye. Mm. Chi-Town. I'm not uh I'm not as hip as you guys. Last week we went I, I, two for two on the on the songs. Oh really? Well, I, I started to show my age a little bit. I was at the gym and uh there was this kid trying to do an obscene amount of weight, and you know, it I don't know, he moved it. I wouldn't say he did a rep. Um, but I said, what are you trying to be Rodney Coleman? And he goes, who's that? And I was just like, you don't know who Rodney Coleman is? He goes, no. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm getting old. I so. know you uh, went to the same gym as Tyler Smokering. <laughs> Smokering oh, Tyler. yeah. Yeah. Guy, guy's been lifting for three months and all of a sudden he's, you know, a second coming of Arnold. Swole Tyler. You know what? To his, to his, to his credit, he looks good. He's doing a really nice job and you know, I mean, I always support him. So he's doing he's doing it right. He lives hard. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys uh, on with Mo of Patina Cigars. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. Mo, I don't know if you know this. No, but you're, pleasure, uh, my... you're kind of a big deal on our podcast. Like I, I was am? going. Yeah, I was going back over the analytics. Mm-hmm. And when we had you on into that little interview with Tyler for mm-hmm. PCA, that's yeah. currently our third most downloaded podcast. What? Well, yeah, but yeah. it's not your first. So how is that a big deal? Well, it's not. It's the third most downloaded. First was just I mean, the smashed together funny clips uh, two years ago. Yeah. Second was uh, Ben Lee. From uh, the Cigar oh, Syndicate. Okay. Yeah. Schmokini's dropped down to six. We need to get her back on again. I, I would have thought that Skip would have been number one and and listen i and tyler you're gonna hate me for this but there is an uncanny i mean if somebody were to tell me that tyler is skip martin's son i wouldn't bat an eye i honestly would not question it i'd be like not to say that they necessarily look like each other but the the glasses the haircut but tyler got that austin austin especial when he moved down there i mean it, it you, you you can't say it's not true or you can't say oh no way there there's a little bit of a possibility yeah skip's gonna be dr evil for halloween so, so tyler, tyler tyler's gonna be his mini me mm. uh first of all i think yeah, Skip's that was only the second time Skip's been on. Um mm. so I don't know where where did the one with Skip do originally? Or was it even I'd have to double check. Because we had yeah. one with Mike Rosales that was I think ninth. It was up there. 
Yeah, um, Mo, is, is Mo part of the five timers club yet? We gotta get him a coat. No, this is three. Is it? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get you your coat ready. I, I mean, listen. It, th- this is what you know. I wish more of cigar media would understand. I'm an enjoyable listen. I, yeah. you know, and and uh, I don't get a lot of play necessarily, but uh, I have a lot of good shit to say. Typically. Well, let's uh, yeah. let's hear your response to our <laughs> only question of the uh, the day. Well, we did throw us together pretty last fucking minute. Yeah, yeah I figure you call Mo when there's nobody else to come on. I know. No, I okay. actually you I were the first like person I. <laughs> you were the first person we asked, right, Tom? I, had I, I don't know. People. You're the one who did the asking, but, but no, I you, texted you, did you say, in you order. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, right. so Sean, uh, he asked, "Would you rather have nipples for toes or toes for nipples?" It's a very Sean question. <laughs> oh man, toes for nipples. Hmm. But then your t-shirts would. Uh, you couldn't wear a t. I mean that's okay, but can you imagine walking, trying to walk on nipples? Well, no, <laughs> your balance would be off. But yeah, and what's more important, you wouldn't be I able to do like anything. You could okay. People can get around on like scooters. That's how you want to live. I'm just saying. I think it. Uh, if I could wear a t-shirt comfortably and be on a scooter all day, not the worst thing. I don't know, man. If you weren't Tyler, are you vaping right now? What the fuck? Yeah, and uh I don't know if I need to change a coil or something, but it just burned my nose. Like burned. That's what you well, that's what you get. Sorry, I don't smoke in my apartment. So it look at your if you're blessed enough to not have to it's this is the same reason why I refuse to park in handicapped spaces that I refuse to use handicap uh, toilets or anything like that, because I don't like, I'm blessed enough not to be tested that way. And I don't like to, you know, get bad karma, I guess, or whatever, or park in handy. Like when people park in handicap spots and shit like that, that's ridiculous. Um, same. It would be the same thing. Like, why would I give up? being functional in a certain way just for aesthetics because basically your nipples on your chest would be an aesthetically unpleasing thing but you'd still be fully functional yeah but you probably couldn't slip and slide either i'm not extremely painful (laughs) yeah for sure uh so question about tpe before you guys talk about it because then i won't have anything to talk about uh, uh, you had an awesome t-shirt featuring yeah. yogi yeah um first of all i don't know if anyone has done that before but that would be cool to start have like instagram pictures of like fan fan i don't want to say fanboys but uh people who like brands <laughs> just mm-hmm. on people's t-shirts i like it look at first of all I wore it during the show as I, and I told him I would, yeah. and I did it. I wore it the first day of the show. It, it is it, what people don't understand me. It's an honor really, because two things, one Yogi took the time to troll me. 
and you know that's what that's what guy like that's what friends do right like that's just how it is if you truly like somebody you give them shit I mean, it's just how how it goes um the second thing is nick took the time to make that shirt right nc6789 so you know if someone's going to take the time to support you like that or to show you some love or, or whatever you know bust your balls so to say so to speak I'm going to, I'm going to show respect for the time that they took to do that. And, and if anybody else does it, I would do the same thing. Um, you know, that's not to say like, somebody put something inappropriate, but that was a really cool picture and it captured kind of a, a lot of different things in one. So it's cool. So I have a uh, short list of popular graphic tees. Mm-hmm. I think are fascinating because they're not unique but right. they're really popular. Okay. We guess people just want to be part of a, a group or a team. Uh, so let me know if you ever owned any of these. Tyler, you're also uh, speak up if you have. Uh, have either of you had a Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, or Rolling Stones tongue graphic tee? Yes. To which one? Nirvana. Okay. And it's one of the most comfortable shirts I have. It's awesome. Nice. Try blend. Uh, not okay. one of those. No, go ahead, T-Bone. Uh, I haven't had one of those, but I had, like, uh, The Who and, no, but not one of those three, no. All right, next, superheroes, Batman or Superman? In college, I had a Superman shirt when I was actually built. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think I had a Batman. Mm. Bacon strips from Epic Mealtime? Mm-mm. No, hmm. I know you had everyone. Dare. Yes, I wish Dare I still t-shirts. had it. Oh, I mean, I got one as a junior high student. Yeah, if you count that, but not within the past thirty years or twenty-five years. No. Vote for Pedro. Tyler can no. see rocking one of those. I had a different Napoleon Dynamite one, but not the vote for Pedro. Which one did you have? It was just uh, Napoleon, like, walking or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more. A tuxedo t-shirt. No. <laughs> really? That Dom had one, I know. Oh, no, I've got a little bit more class than that. And lastly... <laughs> a little bit more. Wolves howling at the moon. <laughs> no. No, but that's my... Classic. Uh, you got to add, um, like, the Looney Tunes character. Like, a. Uh, or like a Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is popular. I Heart New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, South Park. Yeah. Now it's like I, Rick and Morty. Uh, my favorite one's my Metallica shirt. I actually have three different mm. ones. Uh, but and, you can't name three songs. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the uh, that's great workout music. Although I really haven't listened to it in a long time at the gym. Black album. Um, no, it's it's a classic. Uh, but the other one, uh, I have a Schitt's Creek one. That one's a little bit different. That's what a great show. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that, but no. But my all-time douchebaggiest graphic shirt I've ever had was in college. My friend and I got Mack truck shirts because on the back it said "Built like a Mack truck," <laughs> and that was definitely the douchebaggiest shirt I've probably ever had. Solid, thick, tight. What's that? Solid, thick, tight. 
so, I like the the barbecue shirts where it's like I got my my hog wet at you know Porky's barbecue. Yeah. Those stupid yeah. fucking shirts. Yeah. I got my pork pulled at yeah. barbecue. Yeah. Uh, do you Those also do you remember? Good. Do you remember the? Uh, ah fuck! It was like the the kid and it always it was like a kid pointing and always had like some big ch- uh a chick's uh boobs on there like he's like chewing bubble gum i'll look it up i forgot it it's like a it's not a bumper sticker yeah, that no. too but they were in like strip malls i can't think of the name yeah. but the guy had like a really thin dude i'll have to look it up i always love when people like uh have those stickers of the kid pissing on whatever logo yeah <laughs> so i so I saw something interesting today. I was I was driving and um, there was a woman. I'm, I'm assuming because um, she had tinted windows, but it so it was a, a sticker on her window, with and it said Q U E E, and then there was a crown on top of the Q. Now what I can't figure out was that if it was supposed to originally say Queen. Okay, which would probably make or queer, but it looked as queer, right? So I don't know if it was if the sticker was supposed to read queer or if it was supposed to be queen and either somebody who thought they were cute, you know, etched out the rest of the N because I got confused with the crown on it. So I wasn't sure which one or whatever. I thought that was so my so it kind of got me thinking like do people's cars get do you guys if somebody has a certain thing on their car do they get you think they get fucked with like a certain I don't know sticker or decal or whatever you remember uh Jared from Havana he's at Metro he has a sticker <laughs> that says I masturbate as a as a bumper sticker that's really weird yeah that's what we're saying we're like that's not that's funny really he's like weird. yeah it is like no it's it's not it really isn't uh i think no. he got he got rid of it when he went to metro but yeah every, every there's always a comment about it it's like oh. yeah i mean dude like there's like little kids on the road and like why i don't, I don't know. yeah it's it's yeah ask him about it next time we're at metro yeah it's way more polarizing than tattoos i'd say more polarizing. more polarizing and it's like uh more i don't know political because you, a lot of times you'll say things on your bumper sticker that you wouldn't put on your body. Mm, fair enough. It's temporary or could be temporary. Well, that's the idea, but the effect still is there. You're pissing people off when you're driving a vehicle that can hurt people. If you make them mad, get some road rage. I don't know if I've ever it's put a smart. bumper sticker on. I haven't. Uh-huh. I should, though. Well, speaking of cars, man. Uh, I got my car fixed, nine hundred bucks, or not fixed, but it? uh, brakes, brake, uh, rotor, brake pads, uh, and I needed a caliper. You didn't, didn't remove you just that, buy the uh, fucking seatbelt siren, right? No, I bought a uh, little thing to put into it so the seatbelt stops. No, uh, I bought it. I bought it used in July. The oh. back brakes are fine. The front needed to be done, and then I got an oil change, full full synthetic. But I <laughs> on the car too. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> so when uh, I was visiting Dom in San Jose, 
he kept yelling at me about wearing my seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my truck, the alarm is so annoying with the by not wearing your seatbelt. So I mm-hmm. bought these little clips that you put into the seatbelt so the alarm doesn't go anymore. I'm not a seatbelt guy. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I always wear my seatbelt. I don't know. This makes sense. Yeah. I, my I body, should... my choice. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, boy. My temple. I love um, the guys who are talking about, like, the my body, my choice, and then they're, they're shoveling. I care what I put in my body as they eat another 12 donuts or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother, yeah, but... I was actually in my first car accident about two weeks ago now. Oh, how it happened? It was I. I want to say it was. I don't know if that's wrong for me to blame brain fog, um, but I did test positive shortly after. But I just felt almost tired. Wait, what? I don't know why you always just say you tested positive, but you never say for yeah, what? For what? COVID. Oh, but why do you think like I thought AIDS for for (laughs) when you first told me, um, you know, but it's like I tested positive, tested positive for being 100% certified sick antibiotic steroids. Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of different things. No, but it was was just a little uh fender bender at a stoplight. Your fault or theirs? Um, as mine because he was. Because he tested positive. Well, well I, I can't. Uh, what does my insurance card say? Don't uh, admit fault. I, admit fault. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the cameras. <laughs> he he got but out. One of the one of the pieces is back ordered because of supply chain issues. So the mm-hmm. soonest it could arrive is March thirty first. Oh, so I'm just gonna drive around a jank mobile until then. Uh, I got hit. Was you said it was at a stoplight? Yeah, it was. Yeah, in 2009, there were there was I got rear-ended by two different young girls that were texting on the hey. phones. Yeah, at stoplights. Were you texting on your phone, Dom? I was not. I I buckle my seatbelt not because it's law, and I do not look at my phone. Because mm-hmm. I I think you drive how you live your life. Like if you want to know how somebody is, you get in a car with them and see how they drive. Like how reckless they are, uh, risk taker mm-hmm. or not. I, I was talking about this on Sultans that uh, I'm a big believer that phone usage while driving has completely shifted traffic patterns. Yo, everyone runs red lights now. They not only run them and they're slower to go on green lights. So less people get through. It's really annoying. That makes sense. Speaking of traffic. Why don't you, the listener, give Small Batch Cigar some traffic. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West does all of the uh, media stuff for Small Batch. Uh, this month, celebrating Black History Month, Ben of Sisters and Smoke is doing some Instagram interviews. Uh, so check those out. And Tyler, they're, they're having on, uh, or she's having on, oh, what is that? Remember that brand? When you came here, we went to LG yeah, Cigars. Yeah, that brand. Sueño, something Sueño. I didn't know that was black owned because I know they have five owners. I don't know. I'll have to check into her uh, Instagram thing to 
Learn some more. Yeah. Casa de Sueño is the name of it. Mm-hmm. That they're made by the Reyes family, right? The cigars. Tune in to find out, I guess. Yeah, I think so. The people who make Saga and Debonair. I'm really comfortable that's, right that's, now. That's really cool that they did that. It's pretty pretty good. Uh, all four. I remember Ben Ben told us about it at, at TPE that she was doing it, and I, I just thought that was great. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, I, tr- I uh, Skip got some of the um, Eric cigars. Uh, Black Star. Black Star line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. I think uh, one's, one's made by Aganorsa and one I'll tighten the bronze, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, a shout out to Eric, BOTL E-Man on Instagram. He was smoking a War Witch by them uh, today. Nice. All right, Mo, let's talk about TPE a little bit. I um, mean, really not much to say. Uh, we stayed at the, the newest, nicest hotel in separate rooms. Um, uh, the Hilton Conrad. Not for right? a lack of, not for a lack of trying on your end. <laughs> no, no, definitely. Uh, well, you were, you know, you were on the third floor or the fourth floor or the wait, isn't it better to be on the top or bottom? I don't, Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know, Tyler, you tell us. <laughs> uh but uh oh, yeah you that, change your sheets tyler <laughs> oh yeah that was the last question we had on the last podcast um not often enough i guess uh no yeah that hotel is super nice i think there's a few of us from this in the cigar who were at the trade show that were there um rock Patel and his crew but it's a nice nice hotel first night i won 400 bucks and then the next night i lost it um and a plus 100 <laughs> Uh, and then I was done gambling. But the thing is, it's like last time I was there with, with Joe, I won like four or 500 bucks and then I lost it too. But I want to win more than four or 500 bucks. I want to win like two grand. So I'm yeah, like, but you me- don't win shit because he gave it back. Yeah, but I get, yeah, I should have. Um, I mean, what's better, 400 or fucking zero? Uh, I would rather have the 400. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I learned my lesson. If I win, I'm out. But I only lost a hundred of my own money. If you look at it that way, um, could have had four hundred of the house money. Yeah, thanks for reminding me again. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I like playing roulette. Uh, cool hotel. They're probably one of the best breakfast joints there. Am mm-hmm. I right? No, oh, yeah. Uh, buns out, suns out. Um, <laughs> suns out, buns out. Sun's out, buns out. Yeah, it is fantastic. Uh, what did you like better, the the short rib or the chicken thigh breakfast sandwich? Uh, probably the short rib because the the chicken thigh was a little dry. Yeah, which well, normally you would think with chicken breast, but I don't know. I just didn't. It was good. It needed ranch. Yeah. Well, I you needed some hot sauce, or you put some hot sauce on there, right? No, I did. I don't like Cholula or Tabasco. Had, oh, what do you like? I like uh, either Frank's or Louisiana. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was a highlight. That that uh, and it wasn't busy. Oh my God, the the Sahara waiting for the elevator. Remember that, uh, dude? It, wait, have you stayed at the Sahara? Yeah, I did. Twenty twenty TPE. Yeah, so you'd have to go if you're going down. You'd have to go up 
to go down. Like that's how busy it was. There wasn't enough elevators. So people were complaining about that too. Silliness. Yeah. Where this new this new hotel, there wasn't a lot of people there. And it had a a nice area to smoke right outside the bar. That's an Aerosmith line, I think. What Living is- it up as we're going down. Loving an elevator. Living it up. Yeah. Not one of their better songs. Um, any comments about the hotel? <laughs> or am I reading too much into it? No, I thought the hotel was awesome. Part of the, the biggest reason. So, okay. So I decided to stay at that hotel. First of all, I've got a phenomenal deal on it. So when Tyler says it's like brand new or whatever, like, dude, we paid like 70 or 80 bucks a night. I mean, I've stayed at Hampton Inns that were double that. Um, so, and it wasn't that well known. They just opened pretty much. or hadn't been open that long. So it was like, there was like not that many people there. But also in talking to a few people here post uh, TPE, uh, I know a couple of guys that got COVID and stuff after the show. And, uh, you know, Tyler and I, weren't around like big crowds at all like the entire time except you know what who we interacted with at the booth which for patina was not big crowds either so um you know (laughs) from a safety perspective i think we maximized our you know or minimized our risk but it was i mean for tpe next year if they that's where i want to stay again because it's like it's awesome and they have a cigar lounge in there already you can go smoke. It's very, very nice. Um, so I and don't it's know. Cigar friendly too. Smoking. Yes, you smoke. Yeah, you can smoke. Um, and it's if you want to, you can walk to the convention center because I actually walked yeah. it one night. It's not bad at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like wind level nice. I would say, like one notch mm-hmm. below wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. if not same. Um, yeah. It just doesn't make sense though during like PCA because it's in the Venetian. So yeah, yeah. Venetian is super nice. I f- mm. I forgot how much that was. That was three hundred a night or something. I think. No man, it was like two hundred. It was like two something. Yeah. But if we were to stay there, like right now, it would have been like one eighty, something like okay. that. It's pretty cheap consider when i say that relatively speaking and again i'm staying at a double tree in arizona in two weeks that's over 200 a night so damn you know when you look at it yeah i mean it's nuts i can't believe the price has increased already like this so yeah, it kind of sucks but it's crazy how like the, the flights have gone down like they usually drop in january but they've kind of mm-hmm. dropped um a little well it's about right but it's just weird how in December, in the first week of January, it was just like overbooked, overbooked, overbooked. And then, psh, but I guess everybody's back in school and shit. Dude, I flew uh, to Vegas for 150 bucks, which is unheard of. Wrong trip? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I flew for free, but. Yeah, we know. Okay. Uh, um, and then, so yeah, you were in the, the Sutliff booth um again Mm -hmm. which is uh yeah nice because you can or what's your what's your thoughts on that versus having your own booth or being in the in the pavilion that they have at tpe you know man overall it's it's good um 
the pluses definitely outweigh the minuses. And if you're in the pavilion atmosphere, I think you kind of get the same effect as being in the Sutliff booth. And what I mean by that is you're in the pavilion, there's a bunch of brands. People might, you might, you might get overflow traffic from other brands or, or whatever. And it's kind of the same dynamic sharing the booth with all the different brands that Sutliff distributes. So uh, from that real, perspective, it was okay. Real quick, when you say pavilion, because uh, mm -hmm. I've never been to TPE, is that like a, I want to say a block party, but kind of, it's kind of like a flea market. You have a okay. bunch of booths all like, yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah. I mean, without trying, I'm not, I'm, and when I say that it's not a negative connotation, I'm just, you know, where it's like unorganized or anything like that. I'm just saying that like, imagine you walk, you're walking into a flea market and there's literally vendor, 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 vendor. It's kind of how it is. Yeah. I mean, I know some people, depending on who they're by, they're like, I'm never doing this again because this brand was um, poaching all my customers where some, you get by somebody, you, you know, you know, like, uh, like Ian from Dapper, it's him. And then it was Terrence from Aganorsa and HVC. And then to his right, it was uh, JRE and then Jake Wyatt. So he had a pretty good, uh, and he was in a good spot. He was directly in front of a uh, crux. So he, Ian was in a good spot. Ian likes doing it a lot. Um, and he'll be at PCA too. But yeah, they used to have couches like in the middle of these pavilion things. And they got rid of the couches and put more tables, which I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, I mean, it's a lot, it's a fraction of the cost of PCA. So. Yeah. TPE is okay. I mean, I still prefer PCA overall. Yeah. I mean, PCA is nice because it's, it's, uh, it's smaller, it's more intimate or whatever. You get to hang out with guys like, uh, you know, Terrence and Ian and Mo, you know, Jonathan Drew was there. Uh, so it was interesting uh to see though the you know the big boys back back in the saddle uh yeah you know, drew estate had the whole thing going man dj and everything davidoff obviously was there general altadis so it was it was good to see everybody back even if uh you know that meant a little less attention to guys like me but um i think it's healthier when those guys are engaged uh, if anyone's counting, that's two Aerosmith references now. Back in the saddle again. <laughs> that's not uh, right, ACDC? Yeah. What? No, that's back no. in black. Oh. Are you, are you an Aerosmith fan, Dominic? Not usually. Uh, usually? I, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Wow. Thank you for correcting me there. It's not a I word. Got a, I got a new vacuum cleaner. <clears throat> that's why I was late. I was putting it together. What is... <laughs> That's a non sequitur, just out of nowhere, out of left field. Non sequitur. Um, yeah, no, not an Aerosmith, huge Aerosmith fan, but their roller coaster, the Rock and Roller Coaster, which I think was removed from Disney World because someone got decapitated, but that was the best roller coaster. It was all indoors because I don't like the big ones; they scare me. It was all indoors, and it's just loud Aerosmith rock music the whole time. Oh. He's in like big ones. They scare him. Uh, Mo, we, me and have you, okay, this sounds weird. 
me and you grew up near the preeminent uh roller coaster uh six flags great america how many times have you gone uh man like twice and then once what? to cedar point yeah i'm not a big uh not a big roller coaster person i wasn't either but we were poor so like our summer vacation would go to drive up to gurney or drive down to gurney which is about 45 minutes away you you live closer to gurney than i did oh, okay yeah. um yeah gurney was a shit man they had a they had a big big mall and then they had six flags great america yeah. now i was afraid of the rides too and i was too big where i couldn't fit on the rides at towards the end but i always liked going and it was a uh they got one in arlington i want to go to uh arlington yeah 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 but i've never been to disney world or disneyland or cedar point cedar park where the fuck it's called cedar, yeah, point? cedar point was cool disney i've only been to disney world or whatever ones in florida What's so, the uh, Disneyland? Is that a dump, Dom? Or it's Universal? not a dump. I've never been to Universal. It's just it's for kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry that you grew up and don't. Well, no, I'm just it's so fun. Shit I, I've been a few times, and I think it's great if you have a young family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like even was that high school? No, I couldn't go on the high school trip. I was one of two uh, seniors that couldn't go because we had a test that day. Um, and you had a restraining order what? to not go to schools or my young no. children. Um, but I went, what I think, that summer that? with my family. And it just, it's not fun for adults. Now, is Knott's Berry Farm more kid-oriented oh, as well? Oh, yeah, that... that's that's the place. What is that? Knott's yeah. Berry Farm? You yeah, ever have a boysenberry Buena Park? <sighs> no. Oh, good stuff. They had like, oh, it was the coolest thing. Little, it was like Nerf guns in a giant pin where you could run around and you could shoot these Nerf balls at people across the map, like Call of Duty in real life, but for kids. Right. It was the best thing ever. I never heard of it. Hmm. Okay, last one. Uh, SeaWorld. That's out there, right? In Florida and California? Yeah. Have you been there? I've been, yeah. It's, if you're into that type of thing. Sounds like you don't like fun. Sea life. Um, no, I've just seen Finding Nemo 2, so... <laughs> SeaWorld isn't my thing. I would love to see... I wish I would have been there when that person got killed. What? No, I'm kidding. What? No, did you what? hear about it when they grabbed her by the ponytail and drowned her? Who? Who? Uh, a killer whale did that. Where? SeaWorld? SeaWorld, yeah. I forgot if it was Florida or California. Yeah, someone got pulled under and drowned. This one particular whale killed like five people over its time like at least three people one person broke in and they found him floating in the tank dude don't I mean, hey they are large animals don't try to tame a large animal man there's repercussions and ramifications from it, stuff like that 
So this is, I'm going to nerd out for, for a minute here, Muka Rick style. But did you guys see uh, off the coast of Australia, they recently, um, there were some blue whales, or I think it was, that, that killed that orca. And it was like the first time that they've been able to confirm that large whales are predators or large mammals that large are, pre are prey for um, uh, blue whales as well. Blue whales are the biggest, right? I think so, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, it was a blue whale that, uh, and they had, and the, the scientists captured the blue whale going into the mouth of the orca and like ripping its tongue out. That's pretty it's cool. Wild, man. <laughs> well, yeah, not if you're the orca, but yeah. Well, yeah. I think sperm sperm whales are the that's the one that ate Pinocchio and Geppetto, but I don't know how big those are. Let's look it know. up. I also don't know why they're called sperm whales. Tyler, fact check. Big loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I th I think it's a blue whale. Uh, is the biggest. Yeah. I mean, uh, the orca to... is the oh, I'm sorry. Oh, orca is the biggest dolphin. Yes, thirty-one. But it's feet? basically a whale. I didn't know they were that fucking big. I mean, you would have to be a fucking idiot to be untrained and try to jump in and break in and fuck with a whale. That's just stupid. That's yeah, the blue, the blue whale success. can get up to ninety. Holy shit! Beluga sperm whale. Finback, right whale. Wow, crazy. Oh, uh, the sperm whale may not be the biggest whale, but it has the biggest brain to have ever existed on Earth. That's a cool fact. Yeah, there you go. No one, don't ever say you never learned anything. Yeah. Mo, did you record a podcast last night? Yes. All right. There you go, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> I don't think Drew's posted it yet, but yeah, we talked a little bit about TPE Dude. and Drew's trip to Florida. Uh, I'm still riding high after opening an account. Yeah, Tyler, uh, finally, after three tries. Uh, I nailed it. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Just, yeah, so. And then, well, let's... Uh, Cigar Hustler opened up Patina, mm -hmm. which is good. Uh, a lot of the same people who listen to Salt and the Smoke um, also listen to Cigar Hustler. So if you guys are looking for a Patina, uh, uh, you can order the Maduro from them. Yeah. They probably already got it, right? Because you guys are pretty quick with shipping. Uh, probably not yet. And you actually have product, too. Usually helps. Yeah. Um, Goes a long way. Man, I... Every year, we've uh, tried to be ready uh, for, you know, having plenty of inventory ready to be able to step in if other people were not. And uh, it's starting to pay off a little bit, but by and large, I, you know, when those, if you're a retailer and those back orders start to really stock up or stack up, I should say, uh, it's kind of hard to commit money 
it, you know, it's, it's a tough situation, I think, for a retailer, right? So, like, you want, you have to have product on your shelf to be able to sell. Um, but if you don't have any sort of, like, timeline as to when your back orders might come in, um, it's tough to really buy stuff that you maybe don't normally carry. So, like, for a long time, and, and still even now, it's a little difficult to open up a lot of new accounts right now because, because of that. And we and I'm still seeing that even at TPE saw it as well. Yeah. I'm hoping, uh, uh, Brandon, um, and Michaels, uh, brings it in. Um, I think it would do well. I mean, Brandon, that's the thing. Brandon is like a true tobacconist, you know, so you'd mm. be able to introduce people to it. And then that's all it takes is at one time, you know, just um, try it and you'll see that it's, you know, really I, I need to be, I need to be, I'm, I'm terrible at selling myself and selling the cigars. I really am. I'm not a salesman. Okay. And so it's really hard for me to like, you know, I grew up with my parents always telling me, you should always be humble. You should always be humble. You know, whatever you have, whatever you accomplish you know, be thankful, whatever. And that, whether you're in corporate America, whether you're selling cigars, it, it's kind of detrimental in a way. You know, a lot of times you kind of downplay yourself or downplay your accomplishments or, so I, I just want to make no mistake about it. I believe in the cigars. I, it boggles my mind sometimes how difficult it is um, you know, everybody, these are really fucking premium cigars with premium tobacco at a relatively affordable price. Um, and to me, it's a no brainer. Uh, but we just got to get other people to see it that way. But, uh, with that said, um, I, we are building like a community of people that, really you know for lack of a better term fuck with patina not even just retailer but consumers like like regular dudes that just in, in ladies that just you know love what it's about man and like we what we stand for and, and what we're trying to do you know yeah tyler mentioned you uh last week when we had skip on because we were talking about newer mm -hmm. brands who um are doing things right and other brands that don't do anything or aren't doing things right where they just maybe come out with limited edition after limited edition but they don't have a core line right. uh to support themselves yeah and mm -hmm. that's now like that's our opinion of doing it the right way but there's right. there's the quick way quick buck mm -hmm. and then you're out or there's a a building something that is around forever like if you look at that's how Fuente and, and Padron started. They didn't, Fuente didn't start with an Opus and then come out with, you know, 858. <laughs> they, they started right. with 858 and then they evolved, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's easy to throw a, a, a sticker on something and, you know, you, with some tobacco you found hidden and yeah. five, 500 yeah. bundles or. Yeah, we, uh, we're on a trek to the Sahara and came across the tobacco field. But uh, to, I digress for a second. 
I always love those little gold sparkles in Connecticut wrappers. Like when you see those, it's just fucking cool. But um, the look, there's many ways to skin a cat, right? So everyone's going to do what they think is, is right for them. You're going to continue to see more limited editions for, for two reasons. One, tobacco availability, um, the ability to get uh, certain tobaccos is difficult depending on, you know, your access to them or your factory's access. And the other thing is consumers are rewarding it, right? I mean, consumers, there, there's no shortage of people that are running to grab the latest limited edition of, you know, it doesn't matter the brand and they're eating it up. And so, a lot of people are going to look at that and, and be like, yeah, I, I'm going to get my piece of that action, which is natural and probably smart, but that's just not what I'm doing <laughs> because that's not how I want to build a brand. But I've been saying for five years now, make cigars with readily available tobaccos, which again is relative to the factory you're from, right? Some tobaccos have more access to other, you know, just depends, right? And you try to maximize what your uh, factory strength is. And that's what you do, in my opinion. Because that way you could always have product. You're always able to have, you know, you're, have a much higher likelihood of maintaining consistency. And there is not a, I don't think there's any bigger compliment anybody could ever give me about Patina other than I always know what I'm going to get. And that's how you stay in rotations. You know, you're not going to be the sexiest. People aren't going to flock to whatever. And, and, but you're consistent and you're good. You're going to stay in rotations. Kind of how I think it works. Dom, you work retail now, right? Yeah. Okay. Tyler, you've worked retail. Yep. And Dom, I don't know if Ohlone sells any of the like bigger name stuff. But I remember we would bury Romeo and Julieta, like on the bottom, okay? Like you would have to literally bend down, pick that son of a bitch up and, and go to the register to get it, right? But yet every fucking other day you'd go into the humidor and you got to replace that box. And you're like, where did they go? How, how? I don't even remember anybody buying one of these, right? And that's that's what you're aiming for man like i it's not about being cool or like I, I don't know how to explain it like that that's what you want and that's only achieved through building a name and building a brand that people recognize for consistency and stuff like that and trust me i'm very far off from building a name but definitely further today than i was before so and hopefully further tomorrow than i am today uh, I was given the privilege of trying the uh, your new Sumatra on a fresh palate. It was a uh, uh, second cigar I smoked in Vegas, I think. Um, maybe even first or second, uh, whatever. But yeah, it was really good, man. Um, so you said you're trying to come out with that a little before PCA, and then what sizes was that again? Yeah, I'm hoping so. Uh, 646, 450 uh 652 552 so i'm going to be four sizes in that nice so that's uh... unless i unless we decide to add later but i mean here's the reality guys 
you know, even I'm looking at the portfolio now and, and, you know, the four by 50, for example, is awesome to have because I love that size. Six by 46, absolutely love that size. But how much of your production going forward are you really going to, like, focus on those sizes? You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know yet. I'm not sure what that looks like. But no matter, you know, I mean, no matter how much people post differently online, when you're talking about actual sales, uh, it's Robusto Toro. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. And Churchill for the Connecticut. That has caught on like crazy again, out of nowhere. But... Yeah, I usually don't like Churchill's, but uh, you're that Churchill in the Connecticut is really. Good. Have you tried it in the Habano or Maduro? Uh, Habano, yes, not Maduro. It's just awkward. I mean, it that's a size that's typically, at least the the way I, the Churchill size that I use, the seven by forty nine. Uh, that size is historically. A, a Connecticut size. Yeah. I mean, you could try. You, you would, if you wanted to do a cigar like that in a Maduro or a Habano, you would probably modify that size a little bit. You know what I mean? You take That's it to maybe I like a, of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you would want to make it more of a Lonsdale type, probably, um, which seems to appeal more. But for whatever reason, the Churchill um, in the Connecticut hits a demographic old golfer old white dude that's one of them that's one of them yeah mm-hmm. i mean it does have to be a white dude but yeah like golfers um because you know i mean that if you nurse that cigar that's a two or three hour cigar <laughs> easy yeah. Yeah. right so i had i had one one guy that uses it to when he goes golfing, he goes, what I like about it is I could relight it a bunch of times and it still tastes good. <laughs> I was like, well, all right, man, whatever it, whatever it but, takes. I'm putting that on the box. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, um, but, yeah, I, I thought think, that was funny. I was like, all right, thanks. <laughs> my favorite thing about a cigar is if I, if I can put it down and if I come back 15 minutes later and it's still going, that's when I'm like, that's like, I just want to dab up the cigar when it does that. You know, it's like, I didn't have to light it up again. I just want to shake the cigar's hand when it, it's still yeah, going. Let, let, yeah, from, from the from the cherry side. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it a shot. Unless uh, it's not a, like the ash is a whole inch longer because it's smoking itself. Right. Yeah, hopefully not that. Um, bro, next time when we're, when I go with you down to Nicaragua, you gotta have them roll a few Connecticut's in a Lancero. Lancero? I don't know about a Lancero. I'm so here. Okay, so here we can get maybe some feedback. So here are some ideas I'm toying with currently. Okay. Uh, Maduro Robusto in a box press. Maybe doing something like that. A Corona Gorda for the Connecticut. Maybe doing something like that. And if I do add another size to the Sumatra, maybe like a torpedo size. I like all those ideas. I like the size and the how you pick the wrapper with it too. Like I'm thinking like 
fuck. And not to sound like, but like you're saying, like the Sumatra and the Torpedo, I'm thinking of like the, the Tatuaje Unico size. Like that would yeah. be fucking dope. Um, the Box Pass Robusto. I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then same with the, uh, fuck, those are all great ideas. I mean, man, the way I look at it is there's a lot of really, really creative people in this industry and people that have really made some great products over the years and people that like you look at and you're like, God, you know, they make really, really good products, right? Like they just do a bang up job, whether it's their sizes, their blends. Um, and, you know, Tatawahe is one of those, man. I mean, Roma is another um the consistency of roma is incredible um you know tatawahe just uh his you know the the plethora of sizes and you know i told tyler this too with the sumatra like there was no way i would ever release that cigar if i didn't think it can compete with some of the tatawahe sumatra cigars because to me he did it best you know whether it's the Kappa especial the kahonu 2012 the Wolfman. I mean, those were all really, really good Sumatra wrap cigars. Yeah, the 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 Lonsdale came out with re-release this year, made it in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not a huge Sumatra guy, but there's a few I do like, and and the one that you gave me was it was really good. So I'm excited you, for that to come out. You know, I think that is that's like the last wrapper of like you should probably have one of these in your portfolio if that makes sense i feel like connecticut maduro you can go habano you can go corojo you can go whatever for like a medium and then sumatra and i really think that there's a place for that i'd be really curious to see what like uh a sumatra wrapper on top like uh oliva uh sumatra wrapper on top of like agonorsa filler binder how that would do because you don't see any of that i would have to imagine that someone's tried it yeah um you know i don't know who and i don't know if it's worked but didn't rainier just come out with a sumatra wrapper with over organ agonorsa tobacco that like the rear 520 no um, it's like the rear he released it at tpe rear oh, the 20 dollar one yeah yeah the the, the la rosa 520 it's rolled in Miami, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I think it has Dominican tobacco in it. Um, but I know that factory works with Agonorsa. I mean, because it's like Kyle uses both factory. Sorry, yeah. Kyle uses mm-hmm. both factories. Um, uh, Eric. Yeah, from, Black, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black Starline. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be a connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it might. I'm curious. To, I'm curious to try that. It's a twenty dollars cigar. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I forgot how many boxes, but he sold sold out of them. So oh no kidding. Yeah, hopefully a small batch uh gets some. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. yeah. Um Ian. Yeah, him 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 and Adventura are two really up and coming brands that I that I seen. I mean, especially Adventura. I mean, couldn't be a nicer guy. I mean, really, Henderson is is an extremely, extremely nice guy. Um, and I'm very happy for him and, and just seeing, man, his, his growth, um, even from like last, like PCA till TPE, I mean, is incredible, man. Yeah. Every trade show it's, it's busier and busier. Yeah. That, uh, Pearl necklace was on a few lists that I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, 
that's a good cigar. I don't know if that's uh, the name of it, but yeah. Is that, I remember Tyler, you looked up the, you made me look up the Urban Dictionary in that. Isn't that what is mm-hmm. the cigar is called? No. That, no. That's what I've been calling it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> you might want to revisit that Urban Dictionary Suck, definition. Tyler. You know what it means? <laughs> yes, I know. I remember what you said, but I thought that was the actual name of it. You think you would come out with a fucking cigar? <laughs> oh, okay, I, I didn't think many people knew what no, you Fuente, did. I mean, Fuente has names like that for their cigars. That's you know, weird like some of the, Like oh, some shit. of the sizes for Opus and some of the... Rare uh, Pink? Like Rare Pink, <laughs> Pussy Juice is the name of a size of Opus. <sighs> um, Happy Ending? Isn't that, is that another size? Yeah, there the was um yeah. the short bellicoso Opus X is a triple X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh so that leads us to our next question. Uh when are you coming out with the reach around? Oh yeah. The, That's the patina gonna be the reach mu- around. The Mukau Especial. <laughs> the patina reach around. Yeah. I imagine that looking like just a, a circle. So like mm. it's soft tobacco and it's like a ring and it goes mm-hmm. from the foot touches the uh, head. <laughs> I can't believe uh I'm sorry, how straight faced he said, Oh, I've been really digging the pearl necklace. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, I'm like I'm like I was like, what? Yeah, because I forgot I was going through our DMs and uh Ben Roland commented about how you didn't know of course you didn't know what a pearl necklace was and so i just read that i'm like is he is he punking me does he or does he actually think that's what it means or what the name is but that's awesome what's that called when you get somebody convinced that am i like gaslighting you or is it uh what the fuck but i can't i can't believe you you fucking i hope you tyler which you read more urban dictionary or half wheel probably Uh, both no, um, I'm I'm on Urban Dictionary. Look it up. Uh, God's gift to the ramp on Urban Dictionary. You'll have to look yeah. it up for yourself. After this Zoom. <laughs> uh, fuck, where were we? Oh, Pearl Necklace. Yeah, Aventura. Uh, I didn't get any samples from them. I should have hit up Ben to get some. Yeah. I always feel awkward asking, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I took a bunch from uh, Ian. Yeah, like, I noticed. Like, <laughs> I noticed. Like, yeah, I'm gonna need some of these and some of these. All right, Dom, where were we? Pearl necklace. Yeah, you guys. Any uh, anything else from TP? Anybody you uh, saw there that you haven't seen in a while? You know, it was good to see Oliver from United. I I didn't seen him because uh, they didn't go to PCA, so I hadn't seen him since uh, TPE 2020. So it was cool to see him, man. He's a good dude. Um, you know, it's definitely some retailers that were. It was great to see them. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's good. Always good to see Ian from Dapper. Hadn't seen him in a while, really, since the pandemic started. Or since we were, well, I guess PCA. 2021 i saw him but hadn't seen him for a while before that and you know man uh brian matola from illusione is always a you know good great to see him and i'm sure there's other people that i'm forgetting but 
Miguel Shodell, Crownhead. Yes, yeah, we did. He's always, man, such a, a gentleman. Good dude. Oh, Bud, uh, it's good to see Buds. Yeah, cousin Buds. Always. He but I was actually by him in September. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, he big timed. He big timed us. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he was busy this trip. Speaking of Oliver, uh, International Cigar Society will be featuring mm. him, or he'll be featured on uh, Zoom this Friday. Ooh, so if anybody cool. wants to join, I think if you just DM the Instagram account, uh, Sean runs it, but he'll uh, hook you up. And I'll be posted mm-hmm. on the Small Batch Facebook page as well. Very cool. So, uh, Mo, you said you're going to Phoenix in a couple weeks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, an event uh, Whiskey Wednesday with Fine Ash. I think we're doing an event with Embargo Cigars on Friday. Thursday will be my first time ever going to Tucson. So we're going to go see Anthony's uh, Cigar Emporium. The Churchill, Connecticut was named uh, one of their top 10 cigars of the year. Nice. Um, so, yeah, pretty excited about that. I've, I've actually never met them face to face. So, Dom, where did uh, Patina Maduro? Yeah, well, so I posted one picture, Mo, of five of our top 10 mm-hmm. that we uh, consensus voted kind of with Rudy, but not, he wasn't on the podcast. Um, and Tyler was supposed to post, supposed to post uh, the other five. And, and he, he never, never did. did. No. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. So well, I was uh, missing a couple of them. Uh, Patino Maduro Precipitation was our number three cigar of 2021. Yeah, love it. I still think the best size is the Double Toro. I wish more people would smoke this, guys. That size. Good. I uh, I almost burned my fucking fingers on one of those last night. I I don't man, it's just that's the size that the blend was built off of. That that size is really good. <laughs> Damn, I should have. I'll have to grab one at Smokers Abbey. First box purchase right there. Ever. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Honored. All right. Uh, I'm way late for my dinner date. Yeah, we're about to uh, get hit by a nasty snowstorm here. So I heard I was we supposed to go to the too. Bulls game tonight. You're supposed to go to the Bulls game? Yeah. And then uh, oh, when yeah. they said that the snowstorm might hit, I'm like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. I think we're supposed to get snow the next two days here, too. Really? I uh I could I probably read something wrong. Yeah, probably. Are you sure you didn't have it on Milwaukee? Check your sources. Probably. So yeah, right. a little dusting, maybe. All <laughs> right, boys. Mo, thank you so much. It was uh no, good. thanks oh, for having me, guys. Last fucking question. I'm sorry. Who would you rather have in a booth with you? Me or Dom? Uh both. All right, we'll take that. Good answer. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Rock and roll. Keep those cigars all night. Yeah!